Hello, and welcome to Bevcast Weekly News, a news series giving you a quick look at the most important news, trends, and developments of the week. I'm your host, Dominic Basalto. And Denise Morgan. Bevcast Weekly News is brought to you by China Wine Competition, which is an international wine competition that Beverage Trade Network hosts in Shanghai, where wines are judged by quality, value, and package. Submission is now open for the 2019 China Wine Competition. Please visit ChinaWineCompetition.com for more information on how winning a China Wine Competition medal can help you grow your wine brand. So gear up for your week ahead. These are our top stories of the week. Wine.com celebrates the millennial wine buyer. At the 9th Annual Industry Growth Summit, Wine.com detailed the growing role of millennials and mobile in the wine retail business. Millennials now account for one-third of the Wine.com shoppers. Moreover, this demographic is now the fastest-growing one at Wine.com, with sales up 33% over the past 12 months. Low and no-alcohol beverages a growing trend worldwide. With millennials so important, what types of wines are they purchasing? According to the IWSR, low and no-alcohol beverages are experiencing a worldwide boost in demand, especially in the UK and US. One major factor is the health and wellness trend, which is leading to younger wine drinkers cutting back on consumption. Target unveils new line of private label wines priced under $10. With the goal of winning over young millennial drinkers looking for budget-priced, easy-drinking wines, mega-retailer Target is launching a new in-house label called The Collection. The five wines in The Collection will be priced at $9.99. Target partnered with a family-owned winery that emphasizes sustainable, environmentally friendly practices. Forget the millennial generation, it's time to attract Generation X. Right now, the wine industry is so obsessed with younger millennials and older baby boomers that it might be forgetting about Generation X. Forbes magazine looked at new approaches for reaching this important demographic of wine drinkers, age 38 to 53, that is now entering a peak period of income and spending. One big beneficiary of climate change has been English winemakers. Until recently, England was too cold and too damp for high-quality winemaking. However, warm spring seasons and dry sunny summers are helping winemakers create world-class sparkling wines that may soon rival those of the Champagne region. Within England, 2018 is now being called the harvest of the century. The concept of food and wine pairings might not work in China. Speaking at a New Zealand wine conference, an influential wine critic downplayed the importance of food and wine pairings. That's especially the case in China, where trying to force the concept of the perfect pairing on Chinese consumers could be one of the biggest disasters the wine industry has ever seen. Rhone wines are experiencing a new burst in popularity. As Rhone-style wines gain in popularity, it is leading to experimentation around the world with famous Rhone grapes such as Syrah, Grenache, and Mordray. Australia, for example, has coined the new term Barossa Nouveau to describe wines made from Grenache. White Rome wines are also seeing a boost in popularity. Wine lovers are discovering Piedmont's hidden wine treasures. The Piedmont wine region in northwest Italy is primarily known for Barolo and Barbaresco. However, wine drinkers are starting to discover other grape varieties from Piedmont beyond Nebbiolo, including Naschetta, Rouchet, Pelaverga, and Frieza. Renewed attention on Piedmont might also lead to greater awareness of the region's Barbera and Moscato wines. Australian winemakers look for a way to go premium. Despite the many high-quality terroir-driven wines being produced in Australia right now, 
many consumers still think of Australian wines as being cheap and cheerful. Brands like Yellowtail only reinforce that image. Moreover, a new focus on Chinese exports might also make it harder to establish premium Australian wine brands. Domestic wine sales up 3% in January in United States. Traditionally, the period after the winter holidays is one of slower growth. However, according to the Wine Analytics Report, the U.S. market still posted $3.2 billion in sales for January 2019, which represents a 3% increase from the year earlier period. Sales for the most recent 12-month period were $48 billion. The direct-to-consumer shipping model continues to grow in popularity. Wine consumers are looking for ways to skip the visit to the local retail store. Instead, they prefer to order wine over the internet and have it shipped right to their door. The size of the DTC shopping model grew 12% in 2018 and now stands at close to $3 billion. Kentucky could be next U.S. state to get wine shipping. Here's more proof that the DTC market is gaining momentum. Kentucky is now pushing for a state law on wine shipping that will enable each person in the state to receive up to 24 cases of wine annually. Currently, Kentucky is one of only five states in America that does not allow wine shipping. California bulk wine sales sluggish in 2019. Global wine broker Chiati has released its California report for February 2019. Prices and demand for California bulk wine are down across the board for every varietal. One major factor is the record crop in 2018. The California bulk wine market is on pace for its weakest performance since 2010. Cannabis could pose long-term risk to U.S. alcohol industry. With recreational cannabis now legal in 10 U.S. states, the U.S. alcohol industry is keeping a close eye on changing consumption habits. According to a new research report from IWSR, young millennials now represent 45% of dualists who consume both cannabis and alcohol, and that number is expected to grow. Constellation looking to sell off non-premium wine brands. The world's biggest drinks conglomerates are doubling down on premium wine brands. Case in point, Constellation has reiterated its desire to sell or discontinue all wine brands that are not power brands. That follows news that Pernod Ricard is also looking to sell its non-premium wine brands. AB InBev finds a new use for zero-alcohol beer, biofuel. The current trend toward low and no-alcohol beer might have some interesting implications for sustainable energy initiatives. For example, Anheuser-Busch InBev is working with a Belgian biofuel producer to repurpose wasted alcohol from no-alcohol beers such as Hogarden and Leflon into biofuel. America's smallest wine appellation now on sale for $3.3 million. Ever dreamed of owning your own vineyard? How about your own wine appellation? Cole Ranch, located just two hours north of San Francisco in Mendocino County, is now looking for a buyer. The suggested price tag for the sprawling 150-acre ranch, which comprises its own American viticultural area, is $3.3 million. Napa Valley Cabernet may soon be out of reach of wine consumers. A wine critic in Washington Post recently lamented the fact that high-quality Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon is becoming so expensive that it has become a wine for the 1%. The cost of a Napa Valley Cab often exceeds $75 per bottle and can be as much as $500. In search for the perfect app for booking winery visits. Millennial wine lovers visiting Napa and Sonoma are looking for new ways to use smartphones to book their winery visits. 
While there are a handful of apps available for booking winery visits and appointments, none of them currently has the ease of use or convenience of an app like OpenTable. Francis Ford Coppola Winery releases exclusive Oscars wines. Just in time for the 2019 Oscars, Francis Ford Coppola Winery released a series of exclusive wines to celebrate the famed director's love of film and wine. Two of the Final Cut wines feature animated zoetrope labels that provide the illusion of motion when rotated in a circular movement. Thank you again for listening to BevCast. Once again, a quick reminder to enter your wines in the 2019 China Wine Competition, the international wine competition that is organized by Beverage Trade Network in Shanghai that rates wines by quality, value, and package. That's it for now.